0: It's 2023, and in this day and age, everybody's always talking about making a million dollars via social media. Or everybody's always talking about leveraging social media to create your lifestyle freedom, time freedom, and quit your job. Well, today I have a guest who knows all about creating a million dollars with social media. She's all over social media, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you can find people on social, you can find her. And she's on many podcasts. I've been following her for quite some time. So today, we're really going to talk about how to make a million dollars with social media. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast with Markeith Brayden. I'm so excited that you are with me again this week and let me tell you something. We've got an episode for you that you do not want to miss. You actually need to take out your notepads and your pen if you're listening to this via the podcast or you're watching this via video. This is going to be a jam-packed episode. You know, I'm always talking about how do you leverage your personal brand, your expertise, your skills, your talents online to create the lifestyle that you crave and the income that you desire. And my guest today has done just that. My guest today is someone who is tried and true, who has the receipts, as she will say, And we are going to get down to the nitty gritty of how do you make a million dollars with social media? My guest today is Miss Ashley Ann, a gifted business builder, entrepreneur. Ashley assists her clients with excelling in social media, lead generation, local, nationwide and international sales, lead magnets, funnels and return paths. Ashley is based in Little Rock, Arkansas, and Dallas, Texas. In the business world, Ashley is known for getting results, simplifying social media strategy, and helping thousands of people, I mean thousands of people, monetize their social media platforms. Ashley has helped over 100 clients, and I'm sure it's probably more at this point, hit seven figures. So we're just going to go right ahead and get into it and invite my guest on, Ms. Ashley Ann. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing wonderful. I'm so grateful that you took the time out to talk to us today all about how to make a million dollars with seven figures. But before we go into that, I always like to give my guests their own opportunity to introduce themselves and share more about them and their business that i didn't necessarily cover in your bio
1: um well first of all thank you for having me i'm excited to be here um and i just i just keep it short because i know everybody wants to get into the good stuff right like the tactics and the strategy and all of that (laughs) um but basically i'm an entrepreneur um, I worked in the corporate world and I ended up doing really well with my event design and production company. That's my mm-hmm. first business. How I first made my first Millie and how I actually learned I was good at social media marketing. Um, and then from there, I ended up opening up a social media agency where I specialized in helping people with um, initially, believe it or not, Facebook ads. And I'm still mm-hmm. like beast at it to these days. Uh, to this day. And we went from there into business, consulting, strategy, funnels, return paths, all of that. And then um, I started teaching for free. Um, And that blew up bigger than I ever imagined it would. And then here I am, you know, 13, 14 years later, I don't know, time is starting to kind of running together, but I've helped over 800 people hit six figures, wow. over 170 of my clients right now are seven figure earners in under a year. I have 12 that have had million a million dollar month and I have four right now that earn over $10 million a year. So I tell everybody, I don't know everything, but I know a lot of things, especially when it comes to um, making money and digital channels and social markets. So yeah, that's what I do. And I love it. I love helping people get paid to do things they love to do.
0: Love helping people get paid doing what they love to do. So we are definitely in alignment because I, I love doing the same thing, especially with people just leveraging what they already know. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be a great conversation. So when we t- talk about this whole idea of social media, I know a lot of businesses, you know, have still have some type of reservation around Using social media and leveraging it for their business, especially a lot of brick and mortar mom and pops, they don't necessarily Mm -hmm. see the benefit. And so first, let's kind of break the ground on why should they be using social media for their business?
1: Okay, so this is probably going to sound like really crass, but I mean... (laughs) Y'all, social media is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at this point, you got to poop and get off the pot. Like Mm -hmm. the number one rule of marketing is be where your customers are. And Mm -hmm. people spend way more time on social media. In the United States alone, you know, people spend an average of about an hour and 22 minutes a day on social media. Um, Then when you think about it, like I always tell people, like I feel like the principles of business are never gonna change. Right. But the channels and the mediums that you reach and connect with your customers, those are always gonna be changing. And you have to be willing to evolve. And if you don't, you're gonna die. You know, you look mm. at like for instance during COVID, how over sixty percent of businesses went under and they'll never open again. Never. Even prior to COVID, you see companies that were huge when we were, you know, younger. So like Sears, you know what I mean? Struggling. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Toys, JC, Finney. Finney, struggling um, because they did not want to adapt to the new channels and the new mediums. Um, you know, even a company like Blockbuster, right? None mm-hmm. existent at this point. So it's I think there's one.
0: I think there's one that exists somewhere. I will remember watching <laughs> on Netflix. <So> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like what is it, like a museum store. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. remember what was, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, it's very odd to me, you know, when I meet uh, people that have had a lot of success offline and they're like, well, you know, I don't know what happened and, you know, well, it's because, you know, things changed and you didn't change with them so i initially started my business brick and mortar too, feet on the street you know what i mean knocking on doors and i did very well with that but i also was recognizing that there was something to social media and it was amazing way to be able to connect with people and other customers and to be able to build my portfolio and get my name out there. And so I stepped into that. So, you know, I do feel like it's important to have both. Right. I have people like an in-person audience. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also have an online audience. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to move into it. Right? right. And if you don't do it, it's going to deal with you. So I'm just I'm, I wish I could go and like shake everybody. and be like, just just do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to do it. It's not going anywhere. So let's drill down a little bit more. You know, we talked about those who have brick and mortars and businesses. How can a person or why should individuals who, whether they are currently in corporate America and thinking about transitioning into entrepreneurship or those of us who are in entrepreneurship, but yet seemingly maybe having a hard time with social media why do we still need to keep at it and figure out how this could work for us
1: so let me say this nobody asked me this okay but this is unsolicited advice i i don't believe you know there's this whole thing of you know just jump just leap just get out there i'm not one of those people that did that i actually Mm -hmm. planned i made sure i had clients and i was making more money With at the time, my event design and production company was a side hustle. And once I started making more money with that, that's when I left my nine to five. So Mm -hmm. I just want to put that out there. okay? I feel like social media can get you to that spot way sooner now. Um, And so when we when we get into what exactly are we doing? Right. It's trying to find an audience of people. Building a community with them. Because they care about what you have to say or what you think um or your products, your brand, right? It's people that actually want to communicate with you mm-hmm. and listen to you. And that's it. Like that that's the that's it in a nutshell. It's not anything more complex than that, right? That's all we're really trying to do. And you don't have to have a huge amount of followers in order to make money on social media. And I think that's, that's a good. common too. And people get really discouraged because they're like, oh, I only have like 1,100 followers. I have clients. I have one. Um, I'm sure she's not going to mind her company, Proud Failure at the time. She only had 720 followers and mm. made over $11,000 in a month. Wow. I have clients that are like this all the time. They have under 2,000 followers and they're able to make in between five dollars and $10,000 a month on a regular basis because it's about quality and not quantity and about connecting with your audience. That's you need to get it in your head. You're building a community. If you're out here like trying to sell, you're not going to make sales. People don't want to be sold to. You don't want to be sold to right. Think about it. If you happen to be watching TV, and it's not DVR. When a commercial comes on, what do people do? They go to the they go to the bathroom. They go get snacks. Right. They go get water. They may go check the mail. Right. Uh, they may send back a couple of texts. I've even seen people during commercials pick up their phone and start scrolling <laughs> through social media. Yeah. So, so literally, if you don't want to be sold to, why do you think other people want to be sold to? Mm-hmm. But people do want to be informed. They want to be entertained. Right. They want to be educated. Uh, People want to be connected to other people. Um, People like to be advised. Right. There are all these things that people want to participate in that are easy doorways for you to be able to build that relationship and convert someone over into a customer.
0: Wow. You just said a whole lot, (laughs) but I think it's time for us to get into it. Let's get into it. You said that you've had clients with less than Two a thousand uh, followers, you know, make eleven thousand dollars a month. Some that has two thousand making money, and so I have, where I have do we start?
1: followers making five and six thousand dollars a month. Wow. So it's not about the amount of followers you have; it's quantity. Um, I tell people, I'm sorry, not quantity, quality. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, think about like, okay, let's say we had a stage, and Markeith, I put you on this stage. And there are um, 12,000 people in this room, and you're up there in front of them, right? And I say, okay, marquis I'm going to give you 20 darts. I want you to throw these darts out here, and I want you to hit your idea customer. How challenging is that going to be with 12,000 people in a room? It's pretty much impossible, right? right. Compared to, let's say, I put you in a small room that room only has a hundred people there and I say hey Markeith find 12 people here that are really interested in what you have to say and they're your ideal customers it's gonna be way easy right way easier to weed through a hundred instead of 12,000 okay and that's how I tell people to think about it it's literally that simple right everybody ain't for you everybody ain't your customer anyway that start with 10 people, 12 people, 20 people, right? That, you know, will come into my live stream that will like a post that will send me a DM that will open up my email. Let's see if we can get 10 people in a week to give you, you know, their phone number so you can text them. That's literally how it starts. And you start to build a rapport with them and you start to become a resource for them. If that mm. makes sense. So I, I feel like the first step is just kind of getting it out of your brain that you have to have these ginormous amounts of followers. The only time um, that quantity matters is let's say, you're monetizing your views. Um, And that's normally if you're a part of a creator program or something like that, or maybe if you're on YouTube and your page is monetized, okay, Um, and then sometimes the quantity matters when you are looking to work with a brand um, or you're trying to get a sponsorship deal, of course, You know they're going to break down per person what it's costing to reach right Right. and so at that point yeah then you want to have a large quantity of target followers but if you're doing affiliate marketing if you have a cash flow business if you're a drop shipper if you're e-commerce if you're a service provider if you have a brick and mortar store um if you whip up your own products and you push them out to people um, you know what I mean? If you're a reseller, you do online consignment, like pretty much it doesn't matter outside of trying to get a brand deal or money from views, you don't need a lot of followers, okay? We just need to find people that are interested in the same thing. That's the first goal.
0: Well, that's the first goal. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and then after the break, can you give us maybe the top or the next seven steps or next five steps that we need to take just to get started so that we know we're on the right track to creating income on a monthly basis, leveraging our social media and our brands. So we'll be right back right after this commercial break. Hey, just popping in real quick to say two things. Thank you for listening to the Maximize Your Brand podcast each and every week. And number two, I want to let you know that I am offering a brand new program called Laser Coaching with Markeith Brayton. I know you have dreams, I know you have aspirations and things that you want to do. And sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to get you moving in the direction that you desire to go in. I can remember back in 2014, when I first got laid off my job, I had a decision to make. Was I going to pursue my dream or was I going to go back to the nine to five rat race that I just did not enjoy? And the only thing that really helped me to make that decision was that I invested in myself and got coaching. And that coaching was tremendous in my making the decision to keep going and pursuing my entrepreneurial dream of becoming a professional speaker and a digital personal brand coach. And today, I want to make that same offered opportunity to you that if you're ready to move to your next level, if you're ready to learn how to leverage your personal brand for a business then this opportunity is great for you. Laser Coaching with Markeith Brayden. It's a three-month time frame where you get up to 15 to 30 minutes unlimited laser coaching. But there is one caveat. You have to make sure that you finish the homework from each coaching session before you schedule a new one. And once again, it is for a 90-day time frame and it's unlimited coaching, 15 to 30 minutes. You can schedule as many as you want as long as you do your homework in between the sessions before you schedule your next session. So if you are interested in laser coaching and this offer, I want you to go to markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching and let's move you in the direction that you want to move in because sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to help you along the way i look forward to seeing you signing up for laser coaching with Marquise braden all right all right all right welcome back well we're about to get back into this conversation because we want to help you make some money you leveraging. Social media, and I have the expert who knows all about it. So Ashley, if you could maybe give us a step by step guide for the novice let's let's work with the person who is saying, I really want to you know start learning social media. I do have a book that I've written, I do have um, things that I that I make, maybe arts and crafts or I really am into coaching and want to, you know, start doing public speaking as well. How do I leverage uh, social media to start moving in that direction to start making money? So what's the first thing I need to do? And I think you gave us the first thing uh, on the other end of the commercial, but you can maybe repeat it again. <laughs>
1: yeah, so first thing is just kind of getting it out of your head. I'm looking for quality people. I'm not worried about lots of them yet. OK, once yeah. we find quality people, then we can find as many of them as we can. Um, Next thing we're actually going to get into is what is the offer? And I normally like to tell people you want your core offer. And then if you can figure out some type of like sub offer Mm -hmm. and then maybe, um, maybe like a higher tier version of it or something that's complimentary that normally you you in a good wheelhouse. And I always tell people this because you're always gonna have a set of people. They want special treatment and you're always gonna have a set of people that want bare minimum, right? So, and and people think this only applies to services, but it doesn't. It applies to like physical items too, right? So like your core offer, maybe like an eight ounce bottle or something, right and then there's going to be somebody else maybe they want the travel size or a little sample pack because mm. they're not sure right and then <laughs> right and then your higher tier maybe you're going to get a full bundle so you're going to get like an eight ounce of whatever the core product is you're going to give them some type of lotion or something that's complimentary mm. with it and you're gonna give them a cool travel bag or something so if you're a service provider that would work maybe a your tier like your commercial you have the new sessions, right? Then they can work with you for 90 days at a time. So that may be the core, right? And then maybe somebody wants kind of like, they're like, ah, oh, I really love Marquis, but the way my checking and saves account is set up right now. I can't do it. So maybe you may have like a DIY program mm. or a little training or something they can purchase and maybe the DIY has 7 to 10 modules in it. It comes with the workbook. It gives them step by step of what they need to do every day, right? Come on and, then and help
0: they- me. Come on and help they- me
1: order <laughs> bump where they can come into a uh, question and answer sessions with you twice a month and they can ask questions to get unstuck, right? And then maybe that higher tier is where they work with you over those 90 days, mm-hmm. but maybe they get to have a weekly or bi-weekly check-in with you and, you know, you can kind of review the homework, give them mm-hmm. pointers, um, some little things of correction um, as they get additional ideas that come in. Maybe you can kind of streamline them, help them stay on track, right? Mm-hmm. So it works for physical product and it works for services. Even if you have a book, cause authors are always like, how does this apply to me? Okay. I want to offend you if you're an author, but baby, let me tell you, y'all stay wanting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: book.
1: So with authors, like literally you just got to be creative. What is your book about? Is there like some type of, fi- is there some type of physical or digital thing you can pair with it? Um, so if you have a book and maybe it's fictional, maybe like your higher tier offer can be the book and it could be a ticket to like a live dinner or lunch or something and you guys can read and discuss the book and have a little meal and you know get ideas about the next thing or talk about the symbolism or something like that right then your lower tier may be the ebook maybe your core right maybe your core is going to be you buy the physical book, you get an e-copy immediately. And I'm gonna give you like a a workbook or something that goes along with it with exercises to, you know, help you move along. So anyway, figure out your offer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we want to find the core, the lower, and the high. Okay.
0: And we if see that all the time, right? If we pay attention to business today, like when you even when you're buying products, you see that all the time. Mm-hmm. We're always opting in to whatever may be. The lower tier to the higher tier, if you pay attention to the things that you're currently buying, you see that all the time.
1: Yeah. And and then if you have like a store, like a boutique or something, Mm -hmm. maybe you have multiple items. Right. So you're still going to have your flagship or your core product, but maybe you'll put together some additional bundles or something like that. Um, it doesn't really have to be too complicated. Right. And I always tell people to sell physical products. Try and think of a couple digital products that you can sell complementary with the physical product. So that way the customer is getting an increased value. They're getting something additional. But for you, it doesn't have a huge additional cost with it. That's one of the easiest ways for y'all to have physical products to double your revenue without having to double traffic, pay for more ads, pick up additional expenses, anything like that. Oh, so nice. once we have figured out the offer, the next thing we have to figure out is who is this offer for? And a lot of people struggle with this. This is a.k.a. targeting or when you hear people online talking about niches. Okay. And people, you know, unfortunately, are like, oh, my product is for everyone. No, it's not. Your service isn't for everyone. Your podcast isn't for everyone. Okay. Um, Technically, can everyone listen to it, consume it or use it? Yeah. But can everyone afford it? No. Mm -hmm. Does everyone see the value in it? No. (laughs) Right. Is everyone going to use it the same way? No, they're not. So let's get the first thing out the way. And people, I don't know why people are so timid about this, but can the people that you want to assist even afford the offer that you're giving to them? Mm -hmm. That's That's number one. That's That's number one out the gate, because I can tell you all this. And um, I've been teaching for free for, oh, gosh, over a decade at this point. Right. And there's always a part of me I'm going to want to serve. You know my community i'm gonna want to serve you know the disenfranchised or those that people have forgotten about right because i know that there's talent and gifts there too right also in my business model i sell a lot of products like under a hundred dollars that other people charge like four and five thousand plus for because i know there's lots of amazing people they may not have those financial resources and if you show them what to do they're gonna do it you're sowing into good ground right Mm -hmm. but i had to i had to get this figured out right and I'm not going to lie. I can't offer, you know, someone the same level of service that spent $97 with me compared to someone that's working with me one on one and they're paying $165,000, right? Mm. So if it's $97, hey, we maybe can get you in a group session, right? We can get you resources. We can get you some pre-recorded trainings compared to that person that I'm working with one to one. Every month we have a meeting. I'm working on, you know, their audits. We're going through like funnel reviews. I'm helping them with product creation. We're getting them ready to be able to um, speak, maybe get brand deals, helping them with their manufacturing, right? Those sorts of types of things. So whatever your offer is and whoever you want to service, we have to know what price that audience can afford because- yeah, because they can think it's great all day long. They can be like, "Oh my god, Jesus is going to bless you and you're amazing." <laughs> but you need you need them to bless your pockets, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're in business. You have to make a profit and there's a way, you know, that you can be confident mm-hmm. where you're assisting and serving your your community and your client base, but you also are able to pay your light bill, right? Mm-hmm. And pay your team. So, that's the first thing. Then whenever we get into it, how old are they mm. do i have majority men or women in my audience and when i talk about how old are they there should be like maybe no more than a 20-year block i tell a lot of people when they're breaking down these niche, niches your age range is going to be somewhere in between five and ten years okay so in between figuring out those age ranges you may find that you have majority of your clients fall into three age blocks okay mm-hmm. so then you can say okay my audience ranges in between 25 and 55. doesn't mean that you won't have outliers But that's the majority of the audience, okay, is age. Then where do they live? Some of y'all's offers are based on geography. Um, You know, let's say you sell fuzzy snow boots that keep your feet warm. Well, you're probably only going to want to market those to people that live in cold climates where they can purchase the fuzzy snow boots. You're probably going to have a hard time selling a lot of them in California (laughs) where it stays warm, you know? So we're going to figure out where they live. We're going to figure out the gender. We're going to figure out the age group. Then we're going to figure out how they use the product, right? And my favorite example for this is pizza. And people like, because like almost everybody eats pizza, right? Um, So when I was in college and I was broke, I broke, there was this pizza shop, okay? And they would sell you like three large pizzas for $10, (laughs) <laughs> and I much together. Going Three pizza.
0: large pizzas for $10. <laughs> Three
1: large pizzas for $10. Okay. Then any of the pizza shops, when it got time close to finals, what do you advertise? We're open late. We stay open to two in the morning, four in the morning, right? That's attractive to kids that are in college, partying, clubbing, studying, all those sorts of types of things. Now let's take the same pizza shop. And let's say they have a family special and they say they get up, they do their commercial and they say, hey, mom, hey, dad, be a hero when you come home. Right. Um, you don't have to cook tonight. Drive by and get our family special. It's thirty five dollars It's going to give you two medium pizzas, uh, drinks, cheese sticks. We even give you plates, the cups and dessert cookies or something. Right. That's going to sound great. Now, do the college kids and the families eat pizza? yes but it's two different angles right when you are the parent you have more disposable income you have less time you're not trying to stay up late at night so different pain points right or different pleasure points are going to drive you to go and get that pizza compared to when you're college and you're like i am broke I'm down with these random, you know, cheese pizzas and it's great because we can get something to eat at three or four in the morning. So if you're all picking up what I'm putting down, I'm basically trying to say we have to figure out why the customer like would like our offer Mm -hmm. because it's going to be different even based on the age ranges of how they're using it why they're using it, and which one of your tiers you need to push to them. Do you push a higher tier or a lower tier? Are you pushing across the core product? Do you push them a bundle right? Um, are you focused on the people that are cost conscious? Or are we focused on the people that are quality conscious? Okay. And I'm going to give you all something uh, for the free 99 that people keep a big secret. Um, when you are trying to find your target audience, pay attention to where they shop. Mm. And I'm talking about grocery shopping, okay, in day to day, because there's a huge difference between the person that loves to go to Walmart and the person that likes to go to Target. Okay. People to go to Walmart are normally going to be cost focused. People to go to Target, they're normally going to be more quality focused. They care a lot more about service. Those are people that are probably going to order your core or your higher tier, and they're probably going to want some level of customization. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, If somebody is going to Whole Foods or a farmer's market, they're probably normally very conscious. They like supporting small businesses, local community, and they understand a smaller business is going to have a higher price point because they're not getting the quantity breaks that big companies get okay like all of this matters somebody that goes to the to the sift and save where you can get dented cans of green beans for 10 cent they're not going to be as focused on the quality okay they want the lowest price and they are trying to get the most they can get for their dollar and that may not be your customer so that's some free game so that's, when you're that's really good,
0: good ads,
1: is, yeah. pay attention to where people grocery shop it will tell you a lot about the client base
0: it, it made me think about even my shopping um habits because we have in na- in Tennessee, I'm in Nashville. You know, we have Kroger, Publix, yeah. Walmart, Target. And so sometimes I'll go to Publix because I want to get the fresh salmon that's already seasoned and already filleted and cut. But then I'm gonna go to Kroger because I'm like, I'm not gonna pay more for the same <laughs> <laughs> bread that I can get at Kroger it's the same bread, but it's just more at Publix. But I, yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. Totally yeah. understand what you're saying.
1: So once we figure out who it is, then this is very counterintuitive, but mm-hmm. you're going to go ahead and set up your link tree. So for those okay. of you that are like, what is a link tree in social media land, we all make money from our trees. Mm-hmm. I know it has been drilled into everyone's heads that you need a website to make money. Mm-hmm. You do not. Okay, don't fight with me, fight with your mom. People always want to try and debate me about this, but I'm undefeated. Okay, 75% of people that find you online, they are using their freaking phones. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so they're going to go, if they find you on social media, guess what they're going to do? They're going to click the link in your bio, okay? Mm -hmm. Websites actually help you lose sales in social media land, okay? So can I stop
0: you right there for a second? So. I ha- I have a website, of course, but I created, quote unquote, kind of like a Linktree page on my website for social media. Is that the same yeah. or is it different?
1: No, I mean, that's better as long as it's mobile, mobile um, optimized. Okay. Yeah, just because like typically when someone goes to a website, everything has the load on that site. You see what I'm saying? So all of the pictures, all of the text, all of the widgets, all of the music, all of whatever is happening there compared to that page, boom, it's just the page with the buttons and the links. Okay. Um, Now, I will say this, if it is a e-commerce website, okay, and I still recommend a tree over that, but that's about the only time that you can get away with a site. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why websites like hurt your sales in social media land. One. Most like link trees and landing pages, they're going to load within like point mm-hmm. five to one and a half seconds.
0: You're about to make websites me check mine now.
1: <laughs> websites on average take two to five seconds to load. You know, you see the little bar mm-hmm. kind of etching across. Most people are impatient and they're going to leave unless they really, 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 really love your dirty, stinky draws.
0: Because <laughs> <they hang> <laughs> okay? okay.
1: you got to remember, you're on social media, you're interrupting their day. Right, they're on social media talking to their friends, and they're sending like little funny posts. You know what I mean to coworkers and stuff. They're checking on their grandkids and family. You know what I mean. They're they're, they're, like if they're socializing on social media. So here we come with our offers, right? Being intrusive and interrupting what they have going on. So the website takes a long a while to load. Now let's say they wait for your website to load, then you got to click the menu bar. So now I got to figure out which option in the menu bar is the page I'm going to. Right. Hopefully I get it right on the first time, but I may not. Then if you sell multiple products, right, and depending on the categories, there's going to be more than one product that loads. So now I got to scroll the page to try and find whatever my offer is. Then I have to add it to my cart majority of people are set up where the processing doesn't happen on their website, so then it's going to redirect them out to Cezzle or PayPal or Stripe or wherever, wherever it's taking them to pay a firm or whatever, right? Like there are so many opportunities for people to leave, and they do, and they abandon the cart. okay? Compared to a tree, someone sees you on social media, they click the link in your bio, they say, "Oh, I'm looking for the red shirt." Or, oh, I'm looking for the 90 day. You know what I mean? The 90 days of consulting or coaching. Oh, I'm looking for a plant. Oh, I want this 20% off coupon, whatever it is. They get right to it and you go immediately to the page that has what you want. Mm-hmm. So even with like Shopify and WooCommerce and stuff like that, I normally tell people in the tree have like their top selling products, whatever the featured product is of that week or that month. Have a link, you know, to the actual Shopify where they can go and shop, and then you're gonna have a link to your lead magnet or some other way that people can connect with you. That uh, typically that typically results in higher conversions and more sales than just putting your website right. in the link bio on in social media land.
0: Woo! You just laid it on <laughs> us. <laughs> you laid it on us. And those of you who don't know argue. what Linktree is. <laughs> Look up Linktree. It's uh, a great tool. I think they have, a, you can start for free with it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And then they have paid plans. And I looked into Linktree, but because I know how to create just a separate landing page for my website for stuff, I just yeah. kind of created a Linktree page kind of sort. See, and my, I,
1: build, I have one, a lot, I have one like that on one website, mm-hmm. but all my other ones, I build them on lead pages yeah. because they look so fast. Right, And um, if you guys if you have the capabilities, I would definitely encourage you to take the step that Markeith made as far as building your own. Because you can if retarget. Like, yes. Yeah, but if you're like, I'm not techie, I, you know, all this stuff makes me nervous. I'm going to be very, you know, frustrated um, and frazzled. Just go and get a link tree. OK, right. and then come back later and find someone to build you a, <laughs> a, a custom tree. Um, yeah. So but once you get the tree built. You're going to put that link Mm -hmm. in your bio and you kind of know who your target audience is but you don't know yet Mm -hmm. because you don't know what type of content they respond to you don't know what colors they like you don't know what times of day to post you don't know what hashtags you should be researching so we got to start the process of finding all of this out okay and this is literally like just trial and error right this is where analytics come into play Mm -hmm. but you want that link because once a day you at least want to be telling somebody to join your free community
0: Okay, let's stop right there. Once a day, once a day, how?
1: Minimum, put it in your stories, put it on your page, tell them in your live stream. I don't care. Do the butterfly and the Tootsie Roll, okay, whatever, but tell them, hey, I have this free thing. And let me be very clear, y'all. Nobody wants to join your monthly (laughs) newsletter nobody cares except for you and your mama that is it and your mama probably don't even care she just probably being nice and entertaining you okay now what people will do is if you have like a community okay if you have specific tips for them if you give them a cheat list a checklist um if you give them like a mini course for free Um, maybe you give them a coupon and y'all stop with these lame 10% off coupons that is old. Okay. Inflation is high. Taxes are up. If you're going to give somebody a coupon to get them to opt in, it needs to be something substantial, like 25, 35% off and put a time limit on it. Like this coupon is only good for 72 hours, or you have to use it by, you know, the end of the month, something like that. Okay. But whenever we figure out what these people want, we are going to give that to them so once a day you're gonna say hey did you know you can get this free thing from me or did you know you know xyz element of p maybe you'll put up a random statistic that relates like bada boom bada bang here it is get this for free also you need to be make be comfortable making offers you can do a combination of soft offers and hard offers hard offer is when you just come out and you say this is you know 47 dollars instead of 67 okay boom this is the price that's a hard offer a soft offer may be you putting up videos or photo photos of you, with all your shipping labels or all of the packing boxes and saying orders are headed out, you know what I mean? And then people know that there's something that they can order or buy from you, okay? Putting up a testimonial, showing people how to use the product, how to take care of it. Things like that are, um they're not like very assertive offers, but you're kind of like, implying to people like hey see what's here you may not tell them to click the link and go buy you may tell them to go click the link and get some more information or click the link and see the details click the link and you know catch some other reviews of it something like that right and of course when they get to that page there's always going to be an opportunity for them to purchase that is a soft sale so i don't you know i do recommend at least one hard sale per week at least um, you know, I'm not really shy. I'm gonna make your offer every day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Um, but if it gives you anxiety, do three to three or four soft sales a week and then just do the one hard offer, you know, that week. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But every day you need to get in the habit of offering people to join your community and to purchase from you. Your other two posts can be around information, education, having fun, entertainment.
0: Wow. <laughs> so much so much to unpack so much to unpack so we start our business we know we don't have to have a whole bunch of followers but we need to have quality uh, content quality followers then we need to create our uh, no, kind of know what our offer is that we want to provide to our clients then we need to learn okay who are those potential clients who is that avatar you know what do they like what colors do they like? Where do they shop? And then we want to start making the offer, getting them in the pipeline. And you did kind of hit on it a little bit. Why is having something free important to start that journey?
1: Um, A couple of different reasons. Okay. One, your free 99 normally leads to pay 99. So you can really see who's very serious about taking the next step from who's going to try, you know, that freebie. The second thing that lead magnets do, they give you the opportunity, because if you have a tier one funnel, which I don't want to get too deep, but that's Mm -hmm. something I teach my clients It's going to make an automated offer on the back end. So I've been able to use that formula for a long time, and I get enough people to buy the automated offer that it actually pays for my advertisement. Mm -hmm. costs. Um, So it's a really good way to offset expenses. The third thing it does is it establishes you as a resource to this person that's new to you, and it lets them know that they can trust you. If people do not trust you, they're not going to purchase from you. And unfortunately, so many people, um, they meet a lot of scammers. Um, you know, I've spent my money with people before and not gotten the product and the service and stuff like that. And because of that, people start to become, you know, very Cautious, And so this freebie, this lead magnet is honestly their first experience with you. And it's really their first opportunity to consume a product or a service with you. And so if people like it and if they're like, wow, this is even more than what I thought it was, you pretty much just gained a lifelong customer. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I have people in the kingdom, they're like, look, I don't even need this stuff. They're like, I'm just buying it because I want to support you and I like you, mm. um, you know, and those are also the people that will bring people that do need your services and products. And they will they will rave about you. Right. You need a good combination of that. So you have to have the lead magnet for that. And I know somebody is thinking this. So let me just address it. They're like, well, if I don't know who my target customer is, why do I need to have an offer? Sometimes when you're testing, people will buy (laughs) and people need to already know that you have products and services to sell. Sometimes we get it in our brain like, oh, I know this is going to work. And then you put out that campaign or you put out that series of content and the people are just not signing up for it. Okay, then you put up something and you are just like, oh, I'm just I'm just putting this up so I can post it (laughs) today. And it takes off and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's what my people like. Well, if it takes off and you got a bunch of people that want to buy something from you, let them buy. I don't care if it's one person that day or 100 people that day that want to buy from you. You have to have an offer up so people are not just expecting free products and services and offers from you. They need to know they can participate with you through purchase.
0: Wow. So good. So good. Well, we (laughs) will uh, end here as far as now that we've gotten them in we are got them on our um our list, our email list and they're following us on social and they buy. What i understand and know is that to hit that million dollar mark, you're not just getting them to buy one thing. It's it's a process of them buying multiple things maybe through your funnel to kind of getting into that million dollar maybe maybe or not.
1: Because well, it depends on the price point. It depends okay, on the but price point. Yes,
0: that's good. Yeah. It does depend on the yeah. price point. But my question is, is after people purchase, what are some of the things we should be doing to maybe have a lifetime customer or someone who will purchase again?
1: Yeah. So there are three ways businesses grow. They grow from increased customers, right? They grow from um, increased transactions, amounts and they grow from return and repeat customers mm-hmm. and you should be doing some combination of all three so i'll give you an example let's say you have some type of course or program and it costs i don't know 2500 or something like that um for people to get in well you really can have people buy one thing from you right mm-hmm. and you can make a million dollars but most people's products and services i think are under 150 dollars okay. and so you know, let's let's go, let's start with the number of a hundred thousand, right? So to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year, you really only need a thousand people to buy something from you, right? That's it. You just need a thousand customers. That's all you really need. And I know people are like, oh, a thousand customers at a hundred. No, they're gonna do exactly what you just said, Marquise. They're gonna buy multiple things. Mm-hmm. So maybe um after they get that lead magnet, you have an offer on the back end for $19.99. They buy it. Then let's say later that year you put out a special series, and that special series is forty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. They purchased it, okay. So now, so now you're up to at this point. What is that like about
0: one forty nine um, total?
1: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So then let's say your next thing you come out with, you have a flash sale. Um, Because it's your birthday and you're gonna have a birthday sale. And let's say you're turning uh, 30 and everything and and it's going to be $30 that day, right? And then we're going to put an order bump on the back end and they can get the order bump for 27 bucks. So 20% of your customers are going to purchase that. Now, once we do the math, I know y'all like that's over $100,000. Well, yeah. But remember, you got taxes, you got costs for your softwares and services. You may have some type of physical costs. You may have like cell phone expense, uh, stuff for your server, your website, whatever. So the way that I do it, it allows you to actually take home 100K, even after all of your expenses, right? So it is true. You can either set it up where people are going to purchase multiple things from you. But if you're in a price point of fifteen hundred dollars and above, Mm -hmm. normally you can sell to enough customers where you only have to sell one thing. And normally what I recommend, though, is um, normally people want like continued services or they want community where they can continue to get education updates, stuff like that. I think memberships are really amazing. Um, I think creating loyalty cards or loyalty programs, well, after so many times that you come back or so many people that you've referred to me, you know, you get this complimentary or you get this super cool. You get into maybe a VIP area where after then you automatically get like 12 percent off of every order or everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not it's not really too challenging. It's really just thinking about like, what do they want? sometimes people they may say i really really love what you what you have going on can i put you on retainer i don't need you every day but i may need you later so you may offer retainer services to clients um sometimes the person is ready for the next step If it's a physical product, so maybe maybe you have a a hair growth oil or something that you serve Mm -hmm. that you sell. And, you know, the guys and the gals are like, okay, you know, I've grown my hair 12 inches in 12 months and it's as long as I want it to be. Well, well, now you got to maintain it. So here's my maintenance package. Right. So you can keep healthy hair um, after you've grown it. So literally, I would tell people look at like the next step in the progression. Um, and, or pay attention to what people are specifically asking you for. And if you can create or source something around that, you're going to be good to go.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm going to go back and watch this video again. (laughs) because she gave so much that we all could just implement just taking it one step at a time starting with the first thing that she spoke about we need to do to the end and just implement just do what she is saying and then you're also going to follow her because I'm about to ask her the next question how can we stay connected to you, follow you. I don't know if you have a a freemium that you want people to access, but yeah, share where we could connect with you.
1: So I'm at King Ashley Ann everywhere. Um, Even though I have the most followers on the gram, I'll be honest. And I post over there and I work the DMs, but I'm having a fun time building up my TikTok, uh, my, my TikTok community. So uh, they're in YouTube. Um, I'm building up both of those right now. So I spend probably, that's probably the social platforms I spend most of my time on. Uh, Facebook and Instagram almost run on autopilot for me now at this point. But I'm at King KingAshlyn everywhere. Uh, follow, and when you follow Make sure you like three or four posts um, comment under two or three things. So I show up in your algorithm. Uh, the next and the best way to stay in contact with me is to join my commas. Club is 100 percent free um, and it will give you alerts of when I do free master classes and trainings and all that good stuff. Um, you text the word commas with the letter K to K O M M. I'm sorry. Don't text it. I'm spelling you text the word commas K O M M A S to 501 285 and then I got a gift Marquise. I wanted to give to your audience so I'm like super passionate about trying to help people get the real information and the real steps so I have a workshop um, and normally costs like $2,500 a person and I've committed this year to doing this workshop at least once a month for free and I teach everything in here from like choosing a profitable product all the way up to how you put together like your funnel to how you find thousands of people online that will actually buy from you so um this workshop is these workshops y'all are very intense they are like in between three and five hours long because it's not fluff like we're actually teaching um i try and answer as many questions as i can at the end and so markeith i'm gonna shoot you a link um, that'll be special for your community. And so they will be able to come and register for free. Um, I try and do them on Sundays, normally after four o'clock or at four, or something like that. But at least once a month this year I will be doing these trainings um for free.
0: I'm game. I'm ready. <laughs> I think I'm already a part of the combo. I get your texts. Yeah, almost every day. day. I don't catch all the lines, but I get them every day. But now that I've done this interview, I need to pay more attention and I probably just need to become a client (laughs) because I'm ready to I'm ready to hit the seven figure mark. You know, six figures is great, but I'm ready to I need to go at least to half a million now, so.
1: Yeah, it's, it's easier than you think, and yeah. I know that sounds crazy when I say that to people, but mm-hmm. y'all, I started with $125 in a laptop, and mm-hmm. even when I started live streaming, Everybody laughs at me, but I really was like, "Oh, if I can make a thousand dollars a month doing this, I'll do it. It's worth my Mm -hmm. time," which is nuts, right? Like it's just like I'm pulling down a quarter of a million, half a million, and sometimes a million in a day. So to be like, "Oh, if I just make a thousand dollars in a month," but literally, you know, having that attitude of having like an obtainable goal for yourself. And you know, I just wanted to help people. Like that was that was it. I like that. That's where I I just wanted to help people not get scammed. And it's the same way now, right? Like there's so many other. uh, I say gurus. I don't like referring to myself as a guru, but you know, people are like, "Oh, you're a guru, social media guru." Um, But there's so many out there and they get so agitated with me because I teach stuff for free that they're all charging for. And then whenever people get inside of my portal, I teach even more stuff that people don't know, like the actual nuts and the bolts, right? Not going to charge you thousands of dollars for something you can learn on Google. That's asinine. And then when you come into my free training, I'm not going to bore you with stuff you can learn on Google. I'm going to give you actual steps that are going to work. And so my people. Y'all love me. My competitors not so much.
0: <laughs> I y'all it.
1: love me but the competition. They, oh gosh. They don't feel they don't feel they don't love me the way you love me, Marquis.
0: <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. But look, I am I'm all in I'm gonna catch as many of those. It's the beginning of the year, y'all too. So I'm sure she's taking us on a journey, you know, from the beginning of the yeah. year to the end, so that you can get the results that you wanted so i'm excited so ashley thank you for joining me for this podcast episode it was jam-packed with great content and i'm just looking forward to connecting more with you and learning more from you because you definitely are the real deal. You know what you are talking about. And also, congratulations on your wedding as well, getting married. Yes, yes. I know you sad. have some challenges there at the beginning there yes. uh, with the event planner and things. But you made it through. You pressed through. You made it happen. And, that's, and, and one of the things that I learned from that was that that's what wealth really is about. That even though you had that situation, you had the money to still do what you needed to yeah. do to make your day happen. That some people, you know, would have been in a position where they probably would have been out, right? Yeah. But you had the freedom to still make happen what you need to make happen for your day and for your wedding. And I think that those are the types of things that you know, generating income and revenue for yourself provides access to that. Even when there are hiccups, that money is not necessarily going to be your challenge to getting things done that you need to get done. So I I really got that lesson from that experience. And there were a whole lot of other lessons, but just that one lesson around, you know, it could have been, a terrible situation had you not had the finances to still make things happen for yourself. So,
1: yeah. yeah, I tell people all the time you know, it's not really about, like, people like, oh, it's money. It's not really about money, it's the right. quality of life and the excess that money affords you. And if people really, really think about it, it, it's true, right? Like depending on how much money you make determines on if you can live in a safe neighborhood or not, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What type of school your kids get Mm -hmm. to go to, where they're able to network, what type of work opportunities you get. Y'all, you know, oh, Marquis, I wish we had more time. Like everybody's like, oh, I have this degree or I have that. No, majority of these gigs are gotten on... Yeah, you got to have the ability to perform, but it's who, you know, how well can you network and who are you networking with? What rooms are you in? What tables are you sitting at? And, you know, you just got to keep it a buck. And sometimes people are like, oh, when I talk that way. But it's the truth. The I truth. think I think everybody listening probably knows someone mm-hmm. that is not qualified position, especially when you still work in corporate America, there's someone, they are not qualified at all. They don't even know what they're doing. And you're like, how did they get this job? They they got it because they knew somebody. Mm -hmm. And when you get out into the business world, I wish I could tell y'all that all jobs are gotten on merit. They're not like Mm -hmm. the best way is to be the best that you can be at what you do, but you have to have soft skills like you have to. Yeah. And it gets you in part of the way to get into the right room. You have the soft skills. Well, some of these rooms, you got to pay a big price tag to get in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've been to retreats and stuff that cost forty and $50,000 a person just to get there. And then those that 40 or $50,000 retreat, because I was in the right room, gave me access to get to a person that not only gave me four or five other opportunities, but also got me in line for, you know, really huge contracts at like 200,000, 300,000 or 10 people that want to work with me one to one at $165,000 each so the reality of the situation even though people try and paint you like if you're focused on making money as materialistic it's not materialistic it is about a quality of life and being able to take care of yourself and other people around you
0: so good so good i wish we had more time too, Yeah, we but... had
1: have, have to get it too. we have to come back and, and talk to people about <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah
0: I yeah definitely and i'd love I to do maybe this. another conversation just on instagram or something but this is so great and i thank you for taking time out to join me for the maximize your brand podcast and i'm definitely going to stay connected and be in touch and you should too people as you heard today stay connected make your money and pass it on ashley thank you so much for joining us today
1: barkeep thank you so much for having me you are amazing
0: awesome well, what a guest. Miss Ashley Ann gave us the deal for how to make a million dollars with social media. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Hey, let me know by emailing me, markeith at com and let us know how you enjoyed this episode. And don't forget, if you're not a subscriber, go on over to iTunes or your favorite platform, whether that be Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Music, Leave us a rating and review and let us know how you like this show. I'm so excited, so excited about this episode and what Ashley uh, provided us in this episode. So until next time, just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.